Well, hi, everybody. It's Wednesday. I'm back. It's Chatting with Chap, and I'm your host, Ginger Wade. It has been a few weeks. Last week was, uh, what was last week? It was Tech Week, I think. This is Wednesday. No, it was Thanksgiving week. Oh, my goodness. November, like, disappeared, and today's December. Okay, so we're back connect again. So I'll sit over here today. Um, so what I was saying is last week was Thanksgiving, so I took the week off because it's nice to take a holiday. <sighs> take a little bit of a break. And then the week before that was tech week for my show, which if any of you have ever been involved in putting on a stage production, it is quite a thing. So... <laughs> Wednesday is always a busy day in Tech Week. So it's been a while since I've been with you. The last time I was on, I shared with you about um, the movie Schoolhouse Rocked. And we were sharing you uh, with you links to get to watch that show. If you didn't get a chance to see it, go check out Schoolhouse Rocked. Uh, we also have, uh, in our previous posts, have links for where you can go get a link and watch that movie. It is awesome. And I hope you watched it and shared it with other people. Um And yesterday was Giving Tuesday. So today's December 1st. Yesterday was November 31st, which was Giving Tuesday. And I hope you saw CHAP's posts. And if you didn't get a chance to share, uh, donate to CHAP, I would encourage you to go to chaponline.com. Under the contact menu, there's a donate option. So we would just appreciate your support through um, donating to CHAP because what it enables us to do is to continue planning events for you to attend to get the support that you need. It also gives us the opportunity and the means to um, do smaller events that are more focused, like learning differences and things like that. And it also helps us to stay on top of legislative things. And there are a number of homeschool legislative, homeschool affected legislative things going on. Um, so we want to be able to stay on top of that for you and to support you in your journey. Because I know there's so many new people. But there's also, of course, everyone who has been homeschooling and then a whole bunch of new folks coming in. So we want to be able to be here for you and to support you. We do have some fun new things in mind. And uh, we would appreciate any way that you can support us, whether it's through donation or through time or volunteer efforts. So thanks again. Um, I wanted to share with you today an article that I got from the Epic Times. I don't know if any of you guys have subscribed to the Epic Times. It's a really interesting newspaper. And they very often have an article, almost I think maybe even every time they have an article about homeschooling in their uh, newspaper. So there's one, this is from way back in June, that my dad actually read and gave to me. And I thought it was 10 really great tips to share with you. Uh, And you can look it up, the June 16th edition, 2021 of Epic Times. If you want to look up the article, it's probably... I would guess it would be out there somewhere in, in online land. So anyway, it's Joyful Homeschooling, 10 Practices That Add Joy to Your Learning Environment. And my title says spice because, I mean, you can add spice to it, right? Spice it up, make it a little interesting, a little different. Because, you know, here we are about halfway through our school year and we can be kind of maybe feeling like we're in a rut or whatever and need to, to change things up a little bit, make things interesting. So here are some really good suggestions. So first of all is read aloud. Now this is a standard. This is a staple in my homeschool. I do this every day. We read aloud. Uh, But it could be something that's out of your normal. Like maybe you're always reading aloud um, history or science. But 
uh, Narnia or an Advent book or something that is just a little different than what you're normally doing. Um, that could add some more interest to what you're doing. So reading aloud is great. It's a wonderful way for your kids to learn grammar, proper English, really. It's an excellent way to learn that. That is wonderful for all ages, not just the little ones. Uh, take a hike. I'm, I can't express how important it is to get outside. Get outside with your kids. Um, if you haven't read um, A Thousand Hours Outside by Ginny Urich, she's my friend in, in Michigan. She put together um, a workbook to go with her book, A Thousand Hours Outside, and it's just the, the idea, the concept that we need outdoor time. We need to be in nature. We need to be experiencing the earth, the things outside, and not just so that we can learn nature and how what God created, but just there's something about being in nature that just brings peace to the soul, brings a calmness, even in the cold, even in the snow. Even in the rain, if you're if you're properly attired, being outside is a blessing. So, um, going outside, getting some exercise, it just does so much for your mental and emotional health, and it changes the scenery. Right? It gets everybody moving. It's really good. The next suggestion was bake the bread. So this to me is just get in the kitchen. Just get in the kitchen. Uh, it's a great way to learn math if you want to teach, teach fractions, but it's just a great way to teach your kids life skills. It could be cooking or baking. Of course, most people like baking because the treats that come out, out of it are wonderful. But um, cooking is wonderful too. How to use herbs and spices. And I had a friend who she took a course or something and learned how to, the proper use of yeast or what the purposes of yeast and you use it differently for bread than you would use it for other things. And it was just fascinating. So get in the kitchen together, bake the bread, make the house smell wonderful and enjoy learning through the kitchen. Uh, the next suggestion is play music. So, okay, there are so many um, outlets out there to get music, right? There's Amazon Music, there's Spotify, there's, I don't know, there's all these different places where you can get music and search for songs, YouTube, you know, all the places. Um, get the music on. This is a great time of year. Be listening to Christmas. That lifts the soul. Uh, it makes you feel cheerful. It can just bring such a balm to your homeschool. So if you're feeling, if there's agitation in the house, just play peaceful music or you're kind of, you know, dogging it. So you need some energy, play some energetic music. It is just such a wonderful and good thing. So many things to learn and experience in the realm of music all day. Okay. So this one I know is hard for moms with a purpose and a list <laughs> and older kids. So younger kids, you think, oh yeah, kids learn by play. Yeah. Let them play, let them play store, let them play, you know, whatever. Let's just let them play with their blocks, their Legos. But as they get older, we just tend to feel like, oh, but they have to be doing something academic. They have to they have to be learning. Well, guess what? We all learn through play. Even adults learn through play. Now, play might not necessarily look like playing with toys, but say play is um, you bought this toy set or a curriculum or something, um, but you don't give a strict regiment for how to use it. Like say you, I have a, a daughter who's into soldering and stuff. I bought her a science kit. And it could be a science curriculum, but it could also just be a get it out when you feel like it, read something, learn a part of it, and put it back. 
Um, and that's play. That is play. It's, it's not particularly structured. It's not graded. I also have a daughter that loves to write novels. I don't come anywhere near those novels with my grammar book. Like, I don't, that is not, I do not touch that novel. I do not grade it. I leave that as her play, her way to enjoy the experience of writing. Not that write, having to edit and correct your papers is not joyful, but it's nice to not be corrected all the time. How about it? It's nice to just have an outlet. Right? So that's a form of play for an older student. Or maybe art can just be, here's something, here's a medium, create something with it. Or here's our whole pile of stuff, create something out of this. That's play. So think of um, ways outside of the box. Maybe the baking in the kitchen could be play, right? So those are all things that bring joy. Listening to music while you're baking cookies in the kitchen, you know, you can do all these things together. Go on a field trip is the next one. So like getting outside going out in the field trip, going to somewhere new. Um, you know, a lot of times you're inadvertently learning, but it's very joyful. <laughs> uh, it's a great way to spice things up. And maybe like near us, there's a clock museum. Like we would never necessarily study clocks and how clocks were made at home. But if we go out to the clock museum, we would learn all kinds of things about clocks that we never knew before. And it was exciting because we were out of our house and it was, you know, new and different. So um, there's so many obvious places to go, but there might be places that you don't think of. Like maybe the historical society in town has some neat Christmassy thing to go to or historical whatever. We had one that had a historical World War II exhibition thing and we went and watched it and we watched videos of the parades they had afterward. It was really cool. It was really cool. So... Think outside the box with those things, too. Um, another way to spice up your homeschool is to outsource lessons. So we are homeschoolers. However, that doesn't mean you have to teach every single thing. You can outsource some things. The idea with homeschooling is you, parent, are in charge of it. The supervisor's in charge of it and makes the calls as to who is teaching what. So co-op classes is a way to outsource a class. College classes for older students is a way to outsource a class. Or even just the neighbor down the street who knows something and is willing to teach your child. That's a way to outsource a class. So don't feel like you have to teach every single thing. It's okay to lean on others with skills to help your kids learn things with your homeschool, okay? Use everything out there that's available to you. Um, mix it up. So this is brilliant, I think, for this time of year. The idea of mix it up is, and this is really hard, take a deep breath, type A's like me. You've got your checklist, you've got your schedule, right? <laughs> mix it up means throw it out the window and just do something completely unplanned, spontaneous, whether it's a trip, you know, like a baking day, a craft day, a let's make presents day, whatever, um, mix it up. Just make the day completely different. Um, that is a way to bring joy because it's unexpected. It's a way to bring joy because you might have the chance to do something you've been wanting to do for a long time, but haven't been able to because of the schedule you're trying to keep, keep academically. But a mix it up day opens the door for anything. Advent is a great time. The Christmas season is a great time for that because you can be making um, presents. You could be making cookies to give to people. You could be um, sending cards, making cards, anything like that. It's a wonderful season for that. I had friends 
who scheduled their school year so that they could take the entire month of December off academically, the whole month. And they just did all the things for preparing for Christmas, enjoying the season together, all the things. It was all focused around Jesus and Advent and the the glories of the season, the wonderful things of the season. So it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful option. Uh, Another option is celebrate. So obviously right now we're in the season of Christmas parties and things like that. But throughout the year, what, what is the holidays? There's pretty much some kind of national holiday. I mean, now there's... every single day whatever but but the standard holidays that are like federal holidays um there's almost like one every month i think it's pretty close so you can check those out and learn about them and celebrate the day have a themed party you know on flag day learn about the flag make flags make a cake that looks like flag i don't know just do something you know do things that um really express the meaning of the day and you know mix it up you know mix up your day Um, And another thing I want to remind y'all before we get off is to connect. So us moms, man, we love our children and we'll just do anything for them. We want them to grow and learn and be the best that they can be. And that kind of drives us sometimes to obtain these goals of academic achievement, maybe even life skills achievement, learning how to do this, 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 and this. And it's uh, learning and learning and I'm teaching and I'm teaching and uh, correction and in this type of thing, don't forget mamas in all of this uh, to be mom, to be mom and to connect with your children. I know sometimes we get stuck in the role of or teacher or the authority in the situation, but don't forget to be the nurturing mama. Um, connect with your children, get to know them, watch them play, talk to them about their school or the stuff that they're doing. What do they enjoy? Uh, and you could set up a monthly Uh, date night. See, I have six kids, so I actually take, each kid gets uh, a date night twice a year, which doesn't sound like a lot, but mm, you you get the schedule going. So um, they get a night out with me. So it's dinner or out for ice cream or whatever. We can sit and play games. We can sit and talk, whatever it is. Um, But it's important during, during your homeschool days too. Uh, to be connecting with your kids, talking with them, allow them to interrupt. This is so hard. Like, I'm like, I just want to get this read and get it done. (laughs) I can say we're done. But they have questions and they want to interrupt and ask questions. So um, as long as it's on topic, even if it's not on topic, but you know, it's important to let them talk to you and to let them ask their questions. Because if they feel like an interruption is a bad thing and it will upset the receiver of the interruption, they won't be inquisitive anymore. They won't want to ask questions because they won't want to make the person they're asking the question of upset. So I think it's important for us as moms to learn to not be upset at the interruptions. It's so hard to do that. Uh, I've been working on it for years. So Um, But to have a joyful face and a calm and patient face and to let them ask their question and then answer it if you can and maybe look things up if you can't. So, uh, yeah, allow the interruptions. I know it's really hard. We're so used to the sit and wait for the teacher to call on me thing, right? That's how we've been trained. But it's actually a really great thing when kids interrupt you when you're reading a lesson because it means they're listening and it means they're thinking critically about what you're reading and they have their own questions and concerns 
um, from their point of view about what you're teaching them. So it's actually a wonderful thing to be interrupted with questions. So um, work with your kids on that. Connect with them. Help them to feel that being inquisitive and asking questions is a really good thing. And uh, just enjoy that time with your children. So hopefully these 10 ideas were really helpful to you. And I tell you what, take the season. It's the 1st of December. Take this season to just do some really cool, different and special things with your kids, with your family. Uh, just switch it up a little bit. Do some awesome things. And one of the things that we love to do, my kids love to make cookies, but I don't like to have a million cookies at home. So we actually make plates of cookies and take them to the fire department and the police department. So those are some great things you can do to support the people in your community who serve you. Um, But still do those fun things in the kitchen, even if you might not want to have a million cookies in your house. But if you do want to have a million cookies in your house, make them also. (laughs) So anyway, I'm so glad you tuned in and uh, shared if you have any ideas here that on the things that I've talked about, please share them below. Share with us what you do to bring spice and joy to your homeschool. I'd love to hear it. I'm sure there's others who would love to hear it. If you have any ideas of things you'd like to hear about from me, let me know. Uh, and we'll see what comes up and what I chat with you next week about. So until next Wednesday, I hope you have a great week and enjoy this time with your little ones. Take care, everyone. Bye.